up everybody we are back welcome to real chronicles brought to you by realtalking.com i am your host david i am joined with today ryan hello how's everyone doing today jennifer hey guys and just because he loves music leo absolutely i'm wearing my rydell high t-shirt <laughs> wonderful so today we are looking at the movie musical it's something that i have been wanting to look into for a very long time and i felt this was the crew to do it with not only are we looking at our top 15 musicals but we're looking at our top five worst and i think i'm the only one that's seen a specific movie on the on my worst list so i can't wait to talk about it but before we get into that let's get into some of the news of the week and i want to start with the johnny depp news with uh, Fantastic Beasts. So uh, last week we reported that he had been graciously fired. And then this week it was reported that he's going to receive his full salary because he has a pay and play situation. Do you guys know what pay and play is? No, tell us. So pay and play is if you sign this contract to be in a franchise or in a film and they replace you, you have to, or this, the movie gets canceled or sequel gets canceled for any reason, you still get your full salary. Wow. And someone like Johnny Depp, it makes sense. He's a yeah. big name. So that's, sure, it sure. seems like something that would be in there. But the news I did want to talk about was the Mad Mickelson is in talks to replace Johnny Depp. Now, I'm going to start with Jenny because she just gave – I was going to start with Leo, but uh, Jenny just gave me a face. So I'm going to start with Jen. I mean, he's a good villain, but I don't know that I see it. But, you know, once there's makeup and all that, I'm sure they can pull it off. Yeah, I think with this, I'm not really a huge fan of the Fantastic Beasts movies the way I am with Harry Potter. But I will say, this would be the third person that plays this, the character because Colin Farrell played him in the first yeah, one. Yeah, like, so why can't Colin Farrell, like, come back? He's old enough. Like, he's not, like, it's not, I don't, I don't know. know. Because I think, if I remember the continuity correctly, Johnny Depp's version of Grindelwald was hiding in Colin Farrell's like body type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like he transformed mm-hmm. at the yeah, end. Okay. So that's why they can't do yeah, that. Yeah. So right. I, uh, b- now before moving on to Leo, I like it because I love him in Casino Royale. I think he's such a great Bond villain and he is pretty solid in Dr. Strange. And of course he's also Hannibal Lecter. So yes, good call. <laughs> I think there's a lot there to play with that makes this casting some good, uh, a good addition. Once it happens, Leo thoughts. Yeah, I think I think Dave. Uh, I think I agree completely with what you mentioned. I think Mad Mickelson is he's right on that point where like he's not super Johnny Depp expensive. Yep. But like he's still talented enough to like be able to like do what they need him to do. Um, yeah, I, I'm for it. I, I loved him as Hannibal Lecter. I think that was like, yeah, I think he's a, he's a good he's a good fit. Ryan, thoughts? I agree with you guys. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the series, but a good fit. You hold up, hold up. 
No, the Fantastic B series. Oh, I thought you. I thought this is. I'm like, I thought we were gonna have a Lord of the Rings situation again, right? <laughs> no, we do Harry Potter. I'm a fan of. Uh, I never actually watched the Fantastic Beasts, honestly. Yeah, it's it's hit or miss. The first one's good. Uh, second one is okay. Jenny likes it for Niffler. Niffler. Uh, so yeah, Niffler. next bit of news may, will make Jenny and all of you guys happy. It makes me happy, but I have not seen season two. The Umbrella Academy has officially been renewed for season three. Yeah, I'm excited. Not at least Netflix didn't fucking cancel. Are you surprised like it took else. this long? Um, no, I think I think because Netflix has been canceling, so they're probably freeing up those budgets, mm-hmm. and then probably seeing like who's ranking higher. I mean, but it's trending. Like it was trending when it came out. I think it's still in the top ten of the yeah. most watched shows on Netflix. Oh, uh, most watched. So, Leo, thoughts? Yeah, I, I was relieved. I'll be honest, because <laughs> I think, uh, no, well, to be, I mean, honestly, I didn't, I didn't expect Glow to be canceled. Oh, for type so thing. pissed. So, like, so mad. Yeah, like, I loved it. So I'm like, I, I kind of, you can't put anything over, right? You can't be like, yeah. just assume it, especially post COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, really, is that like. like they they already announced it was going to be the last season of Glow anyway. So, like, they were why canceling cancel it, it. And they had the story to wrap it up. So, like, why not just fucking give it to us? And you already yeah. filmed, yeah. like, three episodes, I think, before it. And it's like you didn't give any fucking closure. That's why, too, it's like if you keep canceling every show that you're putting out there, Netflix, like, people are going to stop watch- wanting to watch that first. Like, that was my big gripe like growing up watching tv shows on like abc cbs nbc i would never really like i would get hooked on a show in their beginning seasons and then they would cancel it and not bring it back that i got to a point where i was like you know what fuck this i'm not watching any new show this season and then that just deters you because you're not getting my ratings anyway and so it's just like it's a quit you know you need the ratings so you got to make sure you come back but then like, I have a gripe with Netflix already for one day at a time because they did it for three seasons there. They canceled it. So fuck you. And then they <laughs> brought it to pop TV. And thank God now CBS picked it up. But because of COVID this year, their episodes were cut short, but they're great. And uh, hopefully they get a renewal so we actually get to continue the story because it's so important for the representation. But yeah, Netflix, like... I don't hey. know. I watched a new show the other day, um, yesterday actually, called Dash and Lily, and it's really cute. It's like young adult, and it's set in New York City, um, right up my alley, and it's around Christmas time. And I'm hoping that it comes back for another season. Fun fact: um, The Crown debuted yesterday. Today, actually. Oh, today. It's today's Sunday. Yeah. So yeah, I so saw it on Netflix this morning. So I expect you to be binging that and let us know what you think by next week. Uh, I next, can let you know by tomorrow. <laughs> next, <laughs> next bit of news. Uh, the, I think Jenny and I are the only ones that can speak on this. So, a Quiet Place spinoff has been announced by Jeff Nichols. Interesting. So, what's a spinoff? They, uh, they can't say because part two hasn't come out. Yeah. Mm, I mean, the only thing I can think of is how it happened. Yeah, because we can't really we like can't really talk. Would be like a prequel, no? I think it's a sequel. You think it's a sequel? Or is it, or is it like an is it like an expansion of that universe? It's kind of like the Walking Dead Man. kind of thing, That's Leo. Good. They're okay. trying to expand the universe. I guess. Got it. If it's a sequel, we can't. I can't talk about Quiet Place Two yet because you know it's on embargo. Yeah. Um, I can see if it's a sequel series, what where they're going, and that's from seeing them seeing part two. I think I can. Okay. I can say that, Jenny. Do you agree? Because you saw it with me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I guess I can see the potential, but then are you bringing back 
So this is going to be a movie, right? No, it's a. I think it's a, a sequel. Show? I think it may be a spinoff. Oh no, it is a movie. It's Jeff it Nichols. Yeah, it is a movie. Okay, okay. Well, all right. Well, as long as you, if it is a sequel, you would have to bring certain people certain back. People yeah, back into it. If not, then don't fucking do it. Yeah, I don't agree. even waste my time. Because I didn't even want a first. I didn't <laughs> I'm even, coming today. Today yeah. I'm bringing it. <laughs> I didn't even want a second one, and I loved yeah. it. And I loved it so yeah the second one was very very good yeah. i think everyone will be really happy whenever he, whenever he it comes it. out i think it's uh what april 23rd, april next year yeah 2021 hopefully yeah um and yeah i think everyone will like it there's definitely a lot more um tension you can say that like you can say there's there a lot more is suspense. yeah i think i said i think i said there's this back in april there's like, oh shit there's one scene with a bear trap yeah that is be- one of the most not intense. uncomfortable. I was one of the most tense moments I've ever seen in a movie. I can't. Ima- I can't imagine not being able to yell. Because remember, <laughs> you can't talk at all. So yeah. when the bear trap scene happens in part two, you're like, "Oh Oof. my god!" Yeah, that's all I'll say. Uh, oh, and, and then last two bits of news. Um, I I just love talking. There's always Snyder cut news on the podcast <laughs> when Leo's on. Um, so did you do you do you guys hear the latest about? The Snyder Cut. So I, I, I saw an alert about it, but I did. I, I kind of just stopped. I'm like, what? What is it? It's got it's got Jesus in it. Like, I, what? What? No, <laughs> no. So apparently, all the reshoots that they are claiming that they are doing will only lead to four minutes of new footage in the movie. What? Yep. And to make matters worse, um, the the um joker will have a completely new look oh come on man i'm (laughs) i can't wait i'm so excited i'm so excited this is i i don't even know what to say anymore it's just it just gets better and better like this is like literally what we were mentioning like like a few episodes back and it's like how much of this is actually the original vision and how much are you just making it up now because you're getting some more funding like yeah, oh he's my. just adding to it. But it's like, I don't want to fucking see it. I don't care. I don't want to see it. Oh, don't say that. You're going to upset some... I don't care who I upset. Yes. Today, I'm on a fucking roll. Yes. yes. I'm on a roll, people. Warpath. No. Warpath. <laughs> no, for real, though. Like, like my whole thing is, like, just create a whole new movie. <laughs> At this point, it's a whole new movie. And I understand you want to give... Like, maybe you didn't get to play or really fully get your vision before. But I don't know. I just feel like... You're advertising it as this, then you're going to bring back and it's going to be more like something. Der- I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. It ain't my time wasted. I'm with you. And then uh, this is really going to get Jenny riled up. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, what the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> OK, so this I'm a little like. Can I can can I finish the news? Yeah, yeah. Finish it for the people that maybe don't know. <laughs> uh, so Wonder Woman 1984 and I said this may happen on here months it's, ago. It's still a rumor, though. It's, it's still a rumor. A, it's it's not still official. a rumor. Warner Brothers is mulling over the idea of moving Wonder Woman 1984 to HBO Max in January or moving it to the summer. Can well, hold I- on. They would still, if they premiere it in H- on HBO Max in January, they would still debut it on Christmas Day. They would. Put oh. it in theaters on Christmas Day and then put it in January on HBO Max. Can, can, before, That's what I read. Before you go off, can I can I can I go first? Yeah, go. I I think they should do the Christmas Day and of then course HBO you do. Max. I want to see it. 
I know. Well, I want to see. No, I want Christmas Day. I want to keep it Christmas Day. I want people to be able to go to the theaters and see it and support a female-led, female-directed I'm, I'm going I'm to break some news to you. No movie this year or next year is going to make a lot of money. So why not well, no, just... No, if they, if they open next year and everything... Not everything's back to normal. We know we're not going back to normal for a while. You're not going to get a billion-dollar movie next year. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Whether it's Marvel, there's no way we're getting a billion-dollar movie this fine. year. I'm not looking for a billion dollars. I'm looking for putting the, it in 2,000 theaters the way you were planning to. They still could do that. Yeah, but if they're going to do it and put it on HBO Max, who's going to go? People will just get a free what subscription if, to HBO Max, cancel it after they watch the movie, Before we move, before, before Leo chimes in, here's my counter-argument to you. To, Who's to say they they don't put it on HBO Max on January 31st, which is over a month in theaters? Because they're not going to do that. They're going to put it in for a but New But you don't Year's. know. You're coming. It's you're- a New Year's market. You want to do it New Year's Day is the day that most people are home. Why wouldn't you premiere it on January 1st? Because you have sweeps at the end of January. Mm. Just saying. No. Okay. Go ahead, Leo. Thoughts? No. I rather, oh, look, I, I honestly I, I, rather they just move Gio, it then. Jen is just cutting sorry. everyone off. No, sorry. Go, I just rather uh, they move it then. I don't. Go I don't ahead, want Leia. to run HBO Max. I, I, res- I respect the passion and I understand where you're coming from, but the, the truth of the matter is COVID cases are on the rise again. And like the, 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 the reality of like opening this up in theaters is a much more dangerous reality than it was two months ago. Um, so I understand the concept of making it go... As little, like maybe just like a, a, a um, like a, like a, a release, like for like a day or two or a month or two. That's like a compromise at that point. But like, I, I'm sorry to agree with David on this completely. As Thank far you. as the no movies gonna make any money, that reality is kind of like coming gone at this point. It's like let's just do the best we can. But I, I gotta say, like, yeah, um, moving it to streaming. I understand why the decision would be made. It's just, it's just the smartest for people's health. They learned their, I think, I think they, Warner's learned their lesson with tenant. They, yeah. Ten- well, yeah, but I think, I think if they're going to do it, just move it, move it again, because at this point we haven't seen the film at all. Move it again. The way black widow has been moved because black widow ain't going anywhere on streaming. you never know. Disney is keeping, well, as of right now it's not. So then move the movie again. I want the movie to have a chance to be in theaters, at least. And yes, cases have spiked, but that is the fault of the people and no one else. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 so I, that I totally is, agree. But that just, is the American I, ignorance. Well, it doesn't matter right whose there. fault but it is. this is a different podcast. But it doesn't, matter, it doesn't matter whose fault it is, but it's just the reality we're living in. I know, in, so. I know, but that's why. I don't want to see it on streaming at home. I want to see it on the big screen. And you can where on December deserves. 25th. If it continues that way, but they may end up just putting it on HBO Max solely. Who knows? And it is what it is. There's nothing I could do about it. I'm just telling you why <laughs> I feel passionate <laughs> about it. Give it a chance to be fully in theaters. I'd rather wait six more months. At this point, I've waited for every other movie we anticipated this year. It's a lost year. I mean, there's nothing else we could do about it. So I'd rather than just wait. Yeah. And I went to the movies this week. I mean, so, and I'll touch, I'll touch on that in a bit. But Ryan, thoughts on Wonder Woman? I mean, I'm actually down for this. I think it's a smart move. Get the money when you can, but just get it out there at this point and move on and try to get it. Just get it out there as much as possible. Get on as many eyes as possible because we've talked about a thousand times. 
theater is probably dying. Streaming is where it's going to be soon. Mm-hmm. And, and right. some, something none of us mentioned that just came to mind. Let's say the movie does move to 2021, to summer. Let's just say, let's just throw it in the summer. Do you know how many movies are coming out every single week next summer? If All theaters the go, so the do you, where, <laughs> where do you think that movie is making money? If it opens, if if one week you have Wonder Woman That's and the next week too. you have Ghostbusters and the next week you have Black Widow, where is this movie making well, money? People, so here's the thing, right? Like people are still going to be unemployed next year. So I, I actually, you know what? When you think about this too. Oh, I think I think we're convincing Jen after she cursed us out. I'm still still for all this being in the theaters. That is 100 percent. And that won't change. But I guess you're right when you think about it. Right. And you think about the unemployment rate, the way things are going. And if we have all these movies back to back to back, people are still going to have to pick and choose. Going to the movies is an experience in itself now because it's so costly. Like maybe if you go by yourself, fine. But to bring your family you know how much you spend going to the movies? A lot of money. And like, it's it's a lot. So people aren't going, aren't going to go every week. Maybe we will, maybe we'll go back, but not everyone else will. So people will pick and choose. You are nostalgic for Ghostbusters, so you're going to go to that. Damn right maybe I over am. Wonder Woman one week. If that was, I mean, you're going to go to all the movies, so it's not really, you're not a good case for this. But you know what I mean? <laughs> like someone and their preferences, right? They're going to pick and choose. And that's insulted. fine, too, you know, but you're right. I think maybe they aren't going to all make a lot of money. I, I know I am. That's why I said it. But it's just, math, it's just math at that point. It's like there's not enough to go around. It's going to be cut like cutthroat. Yeah. Also, 2021. Not to mention, like, how many theaters? I mean, we're still going to have theaters, but you don't know how many locations are going to be closed mm-hmm. by then also. Yep. You might have more locate, you know, AMC may cut back on 200 theaters because they need to put invest in the other So release ones. it December 25th when nothing else is released and make your money. So, I think the if only, they continue it, they might not though. They I, might just decide to go streaming. I think the only thing releasing now Christmas Day is more Oscar uh friendly films. So you're not going to have anything that's going to Like what? Pick. News of the World, I think it's Christmas Day. And uh I'd have to and Promising Young Woman is Christmas Day, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, that wraps up the news for the week. Um, what we watched? What did we watch this week, guys? Jen? So I watched Dash and Lily yesterday <laughs> on Netflix. It's a really cute, like, young adult um, romance. Um, it's actually based off of a book series that I, I never read, but um, I kind of want to read it now. It's really cute. It's New York City is a very much a big character in the book, too, because they go to all these different New York locations and about this this girl and this boy. This girl leaves a notebook at the Strand, which is a bookstore, if anyone oh, has been shoot. there. Yeah. She leaves a notebook in the shelves out at the Strand, and Dash, who is a eloquent, very avid reader, finds it within the shelves, and it's sort of like a scavenger hunt. And so they write notes to each other back and forth in the notebook, and then it turns into, like, other stuff um, that you'll see. But in the beginning, they don't know who who they are. Like, he's notebook guy or notebook boy, and she's a clue girl. So, like, it, it's really cute, and it just continues, and it's set around Christmas time, so it's actually really perfect. And actually, you know who directed a bunch of episodes? Uh, Fred Savage. Oh, nice. From The Wonder oh, Years, because wow. he's a big um, he does a lot of directing for TV shows. He's done some episodes, I think, of Glow. He's done a ton of stuff. So um, he was promoting it, too. Um, so, yeah. So that's what I watched yesterday. And you saw a movie this morning. 
I saw a movie this morning. I saw Cabaret because I had never seen the movie. Even though she argued with me years ago about this. I can still argue with you. It's I mean, everyone lives to argue with you, David. But you should. But you should. How about you argue with me when you actually seen the movie instead of argue a case for Bob well, Fosse because, to be Francis because, Ford okay, Coppola. But Bob Fosse. I'm coming from my dance past in history. I used to dance ballet, tap, jazz, all of that. And Bob Fosse is a prolific choreographer. So knowing Bob Fosse and his work and his talent, I can argue it even without seeing the movie because I know what his moves are and what that, you know, his style. So Francis Ford Coppola and Bob Fosse, it's two different talents. I'm not comparing, like I'm not saying one is better than the other, but it's, it's. Did Bob Fosse deserve to be Coppola for the Oscar in 1972? That's all I want to know. That's all I want to know. Also two very different movies. Which one is the better directed film? The Godfather or cabaret. That's all I want to know. Better directed, I would say The Godfather. Oh, r- really? Better, like overall with the music and the choreography and all of that. But it's again, it's a very, it's two different. Films. I just want to know the direction. That's all. As I want far to know. as the direction <laughs> and the cutting, that's all and I want to know. That, that's all I want to know. Then I would say Coppola. For okay, that. Um, but it's a whole other that, that, story. That's wonderful. And three hours. That, that, of that's wonderful. Prolific storytelling. That, that's wonderful. As opposed to, although this movie was actually kind of long. Godfather. Too. Godfather's two fifty two. Cabaret's two ten. Not much difference in time length. Forty minutes is a difference. It's Forty a, minutes is it's a, a difference, Dave. That's a whole TV episode. And all right, then the other question. But anyway, was, I'm not done yet. Is Al Pacino was Al Pacino robbed of the Oscar in that? For Joel Gray. Yeah, Joel Gray from Cabaret. Did he deserve the Oscar over Al Pacino? No, I don't. Think okay, so. that's all. Okay, we can we can stop there. That's all. That's all. But I, Liza Minnelli did. Oh yeah, she, she was. Won she, it, right? she yeah, she won it. Yeah, She's she incredible. She's it. incredible in that. Okay, that's all I wanted to ask. Leo, what did you see this week? <laughs> uh, nothing as, uh, as bad as that. <laughs> but, uh, no, actually, um, I, I had I had a couple of shows I needed to just finish up because uh, awesome. I started them and I just never got around to finishing them. One of them makes me like a disgrace to be a Marvel fan because uh, it took me forever, but I finally finished Punisher. <laughs> oh, oh how did you how did you like it? Because I still haven't finished it I either. I love so. season two over one, actually. Yeah, actually, season two, I, I liked it too. I liked it a yeah. lot. I uh, definitely enjoyed it. I needed to finish maybe about like four or five episodes. So I finished that. I also finished Mister Robot. I needed the last like final season. Um, I um, didn't finish the last season yet. How good it, does it end? Well, yeah, dude, it's it takes some twists in there. It's if if you if you're a fan, it's gonna be a a fulfilling ending. Um, I can absolutely tell you that it's like it, it, threw, it threw me for a loop. There's a lot of stuff in there that I just didn't see coming. And I was awesome. like, but it's very, it's very Mr. Robot like. So you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna appreciate it. Um, and I actually started a new show that was recommended. I saw online recommended for people that like Umbrella Academy and um, and that sci-fi genre. It's um, it's a show. It's a British show. It's a, a called Misfits. Okay. Um, and it actually has um, Jenny. Remember Klaus from the Umbrella Academy? Yeah, he's in it. Yeah, he, a young Klaus is in it, and oh. so is um, a young Ramsey from Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. Nice. Um, oh, cool. And what it is, it's uh, it's five like juvenile delinquents that get sentenced to community service, and then they all get mutant powers, and like you see them trying to use their powers, and like hijinks. It's like a very dark comedy, awesome. but very very cool, very fun show so far. Awesome. And, um, as Ryan and I, we, we we're both still on our supernatural uh, prep work for this uh, this week's last episode. Are you guys gonna cry next week? 
Probably. If, if <laughs> this, this, this pre-last episode, this it was like very tear-jerkery, so I can only imagine what's going to happen for the actual finale. What about you, Rai? What did you see? Um, I'm going to touch on Supernatural a little bit without giving away spoilers. Um, me and Leo talked about it off the air. It felt, I really want to know if there was rewrites because it felt very COVID-friendly. Like, without giving away, there was a lot of scenes without anybody like around. So I'm wondering if that's why. Um, I also just got watched a lot of movies for uh, this weekend. That's really it. Just Supernatural and that and wrestling. That's Supernatural and musicals. What a <laughs> <laughs> and how about that montage at the end, Leo? Oh, that's why the montage made me think that this was the last episode. I'm <laughs> I like, was like montage of riding off into the sunset. I'm like, come on, what yeah. are you? Doing? I, I literally, I literally had to keep checking my TV, and I'm like, is this the last episode? Did I forget something? <laughs> and Rye, you said you f- you finished a show this week, did you not? Oh yeah. What show did I finish? This week? Something about not triplets, but. Well done, Leo. Well oh done. Oh my God, Ryan. Well Come done. On. It's a future I, I, episode. Oh, Twin Peaks. I, no, I finished that <laughs> last week. Oh, did you? T- oh, you did. You didn't talk yeah, about it though. So I, I just want to know what do you think of episode eight? That's all I want to know, and then we'll move on. <laughs> That's oh all God. I need. To- <laughs> was Was it an acid trip that I did, or did you love it? Um, a little bit of both. Yes, that's all. That's all. That's you all. You can love acid trip. I, I, I'm going to talk about it in two weeks, and I've never taken acid, but I think that's what acid feels like. <laughs> it must be. Uh, so yeah, uh, on my end. Oh, anything else, Ryan? Is that it? That's really it. Awesome. So for me, I only wanted to highlight uh, four things here. So I saw Freaky yesterday. How is that? Dude? Vince Vaughn. I, I just love Vince Vaughn. So I'm very biased when I talk about Vince Vaughn. Is that new or is that an Yeah, old it one? just came out this week. Oh. Um, so pretty much it's Freaky Friday, but yes. the horror version of Freaky Friday. Oh. The girl is, you know, lightning hits the way it does. I think it did in the, the remake or whatever. No? Okay, sh- sure. So lightning <laughs> hits and then the Vince Vaughn <laughs> is the serial killer at the beginning of the movie and he's about to kill the girl. Uh-huh. And then they switch places. Uh-huh. So Vince Vaughn is a seventeen-year-old girl the whole movie, uh-huh. and it's it's so gold. it's horror comedy. Yeah, it's horror comedy. Okay. it's gold. I think I think you'd like it. It's a Jenny movie. Okay, cool. Um, I also <laughs> saw another Jenny movie. Uh, thanks to Focus Feature for giving me this movie uh, as a screening of about a month and a half early. Promising young woman. It's a Carrie Mulligan. It is one of the best movies of the year. Like. Hands down, one of the best movies of the year. It hand it's it's. I, is it directed I, by a woman? Yeah. And so, is it written by a woman? Yes. Um, I like it. I <laughs> I remember when I told you guys to watch Parasite and watch it without knowing anything. This is kind of the way I want you. I would love you guys to watch this, but I will only say it does tackle rape culture and like the what do you call the those kind of. Uh, Oh my God, you you've said it before, Jen. What? Not domestic violence. No, no. About white boys that have this mentality. Oh, frat boy culture. Yes, that. No so offense, you, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you see a lot of that, 
and um the ending <laughs> and i wrote in my i wrote in my tw- i'm sorry no it's not it's not leo but it's predominantly like this that, <laughs> it's, <laughs> this, I'm, I'm like so i'm like listeners no. listeners please <laughs> jenny's leo. on a roll today she's she's like alienating everybody but no 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 it's <laughs> but it is it's it's technically sorry no offense to any white boys but it's white boy frat culture and it's not unlike the white boy frats that i saw when i was at Rutgers. so it's very much it's sort of like that privileged upper class like well, white mentality that, with that, that that's not sorry. where i was going leo okay, well, where anyway, i was that, going attack attack Exactly. Oh, 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 oh wait, Dave, you, you weren't gonna accuse me of being a uh, no. I was, I, 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 I certainly I was not. <laughs> um, so where I was going was the the idea that like how guys take advantage, try to take advantage of women at bars that are drunk type of thing. It it, it examines that. It's kind of like it's not a horror comedy, but they kind of mi- disguise it as that because there it it is pretty deep. Uh, Carrie Mulligan's performance is probably my favorite female performance of the year it is incredible stuff i don't think she will get nominated because the movie's too cool for the academy it is just way too cool like the, the, i hope she does but mm, it's no i don't yeah. think they i would not think they have the balls to nominate her for this the ending will piss off jenny so so much but it's a conversation to be had like it opens up discussions a lot a contender for the other awards no. if not for the academy award no oh uh uh because sag is usually like if it's, if it's if it's that good sag would probably give it some love i think it i gotta check the budget but maybe indie indie spirits okay yeah this seems like it would be an indie yeah i think so um but carrie mulligan that's all i gotta say it, if she's just worth it's worth it just to watch her eviscerate every scene she is incredible wow. Um, and the other movie I saw uh, was David Fincher's Mank, and that... you've been looking forward to this for a while. Oh my God, it's all he talks about. Yeah, yeah. We talk about during dinner. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I about Mank. Yeah, I just talk about Mank. So, uh, it's it's like the new La La Land. It's not. It no, it's not. It's, yeah. not. it's not. It's <laughs> not. Um, it's the 2020 La La Land. It's the 2020 Yeah, that's a good La La one. So yeah. Joker was the 2019 yeah, La La Land. Yeah, Joker was definitely yeah. the 2019. Um, so in terms of the movie, I think it's going. How do you? I'll ask. I'll ask. Um, Leo, what do you? How are you with Fincher? Like, are you hit or miss? Uh, you know what? I'm generally, generally, I'm a fan. Um, okay. Uh, it's kind. It's funny because I can't really. I can't say that I. I, I know it's a Fincher movie off the bat. Yeah. Like I think you can recognize him pretty well like that. I still can't. But if you name me the Fincher movies, I'm like, oh, wait, this is the list that I generally like all of them. Gotcha. Uh, and Ryan, you're not too familiar with Fincher, right? Yeah, the only movie I've really seen from him is Social Network and Seven. Um, I, I got you. I'll, I'll, I'll throw some that are be Ryan friendly <laughs> in terms of uh, what you would like. Uh, and Jen, I think... Well, she doesn't like the social network, so I don't know how she's going to feel with Mank. Uh, so, it's not that I don't like the social network. It's just a very slow movie. No, and, it's not uh, at all. It but, is kind of. And it's kind of like, I don't know. One of the best rates. Jesse Eisenberg is good in it, but he just turns me off. It's just I don't root for him. I don't root for Zuckerberg. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to. I know to. you're not supposed to, but I just don't like. I don't feel like it's a movie I, I need. It's not a movie I gravitate to. To, to, that, to make me happy or to entertain me or to really give me much like I just feel like I've watched it once I know what it's about 
I'm good. Interesting. It's the best Sorry. screenplay of the decade, but but that's okay. It's fine. I'm not looking so, for the best. I'm looking for yeah, my es- for entertainment. entertainment and an escape. So in terms of Mank, it is not the movie I expected. I liked it more than I thought I would because it actually tackles the politics of the 1930s and 40s. Uh, it tackles how media has the power to dictate an election. I wonder. That's unfathomable. Unfathomable. I don't even know it's very, it's very, very timely. It was surprisingly timely, but it also, it's very, it's very much for a niche audience. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna love it. Jenny is going to like it, I think, because of tackles old Hollywood very, very well. I don't know, like I, I can tell from you from the jump, Ryan will hate it. Really? Yeah. Like if we're gonna if if we watch it or to discuss it on here, I think Ryan will dislike it. I, I just don't think it would, it would be his cup of tea. Leo, I think you would actually dig it because of what they're tackling. Um, I'm trying not to give too much away because it's just something you guys should. Why would experience. Ryan hate it? I don't think Ryan gives two shits about Citizen Kane. <laughs> I've never seen it. There you go. So you need to watch it first, Ryan. That's your homework. That's your next homework. All right, I'll watch it this week. So yeah, man pretty much covers the making of Citizen Kane and pretty much how everyone was there was so much work made to have the movie not be released but what I will I can really praise right now is the technical feat of making this film feel like it's it is the best movie best contemporary film that tries to recapture the 1930s and 40s in terms of the golden age of Hollywood the sound design they made you feel like you were watching one of the early talkies. It's not it's very it's not so much polished sound design. It feels like you're watching it happen one night or uh the thirty nine steps or old Hitchcock or something along those lines. It feels like you're watching old Billy Wilder or something like that. That's what Fincher does. I mean, it is a technical feat. I Gary Oldman is my favorite performance of the year. And he is incredible. If he didn't win the Oscar two years ago, I think it was over. It would be over. He is that good. Um, I don't know if it wins Best Picture because it's very, it's too niche. But it is a Hollywood movie, so who knows? Uh, but I think director that Fincher's. I think Fincher's going to win director. I think Fincher could. And Amanda Seyfried is really solid, and and I think she could win supporting actress. And then the last thing that I wanted to mention was the. I haven't seen it yet, but Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, the first reactions and reviews released last night. And I had uh, Leo on the podcast, on this podcast, I don't really talk about Oscar predictions anymore, but I've had Chadwick Boseman in my number one for about a month already. And they're saying it's his best performance. Which is saying a lot, too. Wow, that's incredible. Yep. They say he is commands a screen the entire time. And if he wins, he would only be the third posthumous acting win in the history of the Oscars. The other one is uh, Peter Finch in Network and then Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight. So we shall see what happens with that. Alrighty, so before we get to our musicals, I do have 10 little taglines for you that I felt would be fun, and they are all musicals. Ooh. Ryan, are you ready? No. (laughs) (laughs) Full disclosure, before anything, David gave so much pressure to Ryan about knowing these taglines. <laughs> this is it, too. I gotta say, I'm very anxious to see whether or not Ryan gets this. this and I and, it, my heart is pounding. <laughs> and, I'm start, and I'm starting with the one that I fully expect you to get. 
Ryan, here we go. <clears throat> Here's to the fools who dream. Here's to the fools that dream. <laughs> girls. What did you say, Ryan? Dream girls? I don't fucking know. <sighs> Ryan, you are a disgrace. <laughs> tag me, tag me. Jennifer, what movie is that? La La Land. Yes. Okay, cool. I had a feeling. I was like, I, think I was I like, heard Ryan, this. Ryan, all he talks about is this fucking movie. Yeah, but I know the tagline for it. <laughs> no. It's one of the it's one of the best songs in the movie and they talk about that. Oh, Ryan, you disappoint me. Jennifer, best picture winner. Winner of ten Academy Awards. <laughs> what? That kid Um No, it actually can't just be any movie because of- it's a musical that won ten Oscars. Um What a dis Two disgraceful performances to start this game. <laughs> uh, and I'm tagging Leo and Leo. Yeah, tag Leo. Now any guesses? I look, I'm, I'm the only thing I can think West of. Side Story. Yes, congratulations, oh, West Side Leo. Story. West Side Story. Yes! <laughs> that was the tagline? Yes. I think All there right. was another really? tagline, Dave. No, that that's it. No, there was more, but I picked this yeah, one. Yeah, but the, exactly. So you, that's not fair. I'm not going to redeem every single one. I picked the best one. Uh, Leo. What a glorious feeling. Really? Oh, what a glorious... Uh, wait, uh, what movie is it, though? Um, Tag me! <laughs> it, it's not Singing in the Rain. It is yeah, Singing it is. in the Rain. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, okay. there's no way you're getting this, Ryan, but let's give it a shot. Every man wanted her, Herm, but one man dared to love her. Yeah, you're right. There's no way I'm getting this one. <laughs> uh, you, I think Jenny will, may get this it one. It actually does sound very familiar. Um, Do you want a hint? Yeah. There's a very popular song that came out when the movie came out. Well, I was thinking Moulin Rouge. Yes, it is Moulin oh, Rouge. Moulin Rouge. <laughs> oh, interesting. Leo, the impossible dream comes true. The impossible dream comes true as a musical? I don't like this tagline when you know the movie. This is actually the tagline. It's, they didn't have like... They didn't like they didn't have like five or six. I didn't, but I don't think this actually fits with the movie. But <laughs> just because it kind of makes sense, uh, Willy Wonka. <laughs> no, Jen. Les Mis. No, Ryan. Any guesses? What's the other one? Uh, single clue. Uh, the Greatest Showman. The Greatest Showman. Oh. Uh, uh, Jen, never forget, never forgive. Never forget, never forgive. Yep. I don't know. Next. No, Sweeney Todd. We weren't going to give it to anyone else? No, not this one. Boy meets girl. Girl unimpressed. Boy starts band. Leo. Oh. (laughs) I think I know what it is. Boy meets girl. Girl unimpressed. Boy makes a band. I'm telling you, I think that Jenny's doing better on being tagged in than she is actually. Yeah, Yeah, the ones that are. Yeah, I I got nothing. What is it? Sing Street. Very good. Uh, <laughs> I can't do it when the pressure's on. R- Ryan, based yep. on a true fantasy. Uh, the Wizard of Oz. Incorrect. Jennifer? Based on a true fantasy? Yep. I'm not sure. Okay. Any guesses, Leo? Um, it's funny because this one also... This one could also be La La Land. <laughs> yeah, actually, no. could. Yeah, I got. I don't know. Rocket Man. Oh. oh. Okay. Last two. 
Ryan's going to get mad that I didn't give him this one. Leo, life is a cabaret. <laughs> really? <laughs> and the streak ends with me getting the <laughs> Oh, man, cabaret. There you go. And Jen, an American musical. An American musical? <laughs> I'm very... American Paris. Really? I Actually, know. that is a good guess. That is, it's I, incorrect, that's but that's a good guess. guess. Yeah, that's but American a good guess. musical. I don't know. That could be. I want to say. I want to say this could be West Side Story too, but I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> Incor- incorrect. Ryan, any guesses? Not Hamilton. Oh, uh, I guess. Remember, I don't want to. I don't want to quote this. It's not going to be on my list. You don't. Oh yeah, I think the we movie had doesn't this. count for me. Oh, it's okay. Alrighty, so let's get into our musicals. We're going to actually kick it off with our worst musicals now i will ask before we start how did you guys do with these lists was it easy for you guys jen so i think um coming up with my favorite musicals was really easy like i was just writing it out clicking and then like moving them in their places um i think i had a harder time for worst in a way because i feel like for the ones that are on my worst list i kind of expected like i i knew these were bad or I would go into them knowing they'd be bad, except for one where I was like, I love the show because I saw the show live on Broadway. So, and the movie didn't completely disappoint because it has a great cast. But um, yeah, so this one was a little harder to decide. But then when I like really thought back, okay, what about you, Leo? Was it easy for you? Uh, yeah, it's funny because I guess like I'm like, I, the number one thing I always run into when I'm making these lists is like, how do I want to attack this? Do I want to do it as what's the best? musical movie like what's like well like production wise or what are my favorite musicals which are like trash ones that i just generally enjoy uh once i decided to go with my favorites it kind of made it a little bit easier um yeah there's there's definitely some trash in here but i still love it awesome what about you right because i know you're not are you you're not too big on musicals right actually it's funny because once i start doing some research i'm like hmm, i'm actually more into musicals than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah, so like that movie let's yeah let's do our worst jen i'll kick it off with you what are your five worst musicals okay so my number five is rock of ages so this is the one that i was talking about oh i thought you said it was good i've never seen it so the 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 show on broadway Mm -hmm. amazing and i do love the music in the movie again also amazing there are a little cheesier parts that Adam I think it was Adam Shankman who directed it that chose to use sort of like I wouldn't have put Tom Cruise as a lead <laughs> as a lead rock band <laughs> singer who's supposed to be like a Bon Jovi or like a, a David Lee Roth or like something but so that's the only part I have more of a gripe with is Tom Cruise because everyone else in the cast was pretty was really good and I really like the movie so like that's why this one was like worse musicals compared to my other list but it's not quite horrible uh, my number four is Spice World. That's a musical. It's a. It's technically a musical because they they go singing in different parts throughout the. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I considered it. I. A I mean, I, I've never. I've never remember much of it. Because it's all to be original music. It's their music, and it's them singing in different parts of Britain on their adventure. So okay. It's not a great movie, but as a Spice Girls fan. I love them to death, and like this was life when it came out, and I was ten. So, but it's still not good. Um, my number three is Annie from 2014 
because I nice. because I love the original so much and I just don't think it needed to be remade. Mm -mm. And I don't think it added anything really that different except maybe adding in more diversity, which is great. But it just didn't like, I don't know, I think it all fell flat from the original. Um, my number two is Xanadu. I've never seen Xanadu. I've never seen terrible. it with Olivia Newton-John. So my mom loves this movie. <laughs> my mom does too. Yeah, does she? So I think it was. Be I think this is the '80s, actually. So um, it's not. This was Olivia Newton-John after Greece, wasn't it? This it was. was like yeah, it was yeah. supposed to be like another big movie, and it flopped. Yep. So um, <laughs> it's 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 like a cheat. It's like a good movie to watch, but it's definitely cheesy, bad, and it's just like okay. And then my number one. Is from Justin to Kelly because oh you actually watched that I watched it like many years ago and it was just so bad because I had that was the time where American Idol was like this big thing and I had watched the first couple seasons and then I just fell off because I was like over it but I had watched this movie and first of all like I love Kelly Clarkson so I'm great with her I did not really like Justin Guarini in general on the show and then I just really like I was like I was just watching this to watch but like look he's nowhere to be found now so just goes to show you cool so that's my worst Leo what about you uh, okay so I, I love yeah I think it was um, the similar things to what Jenny mentioned I actually have um, Annie on my list too and I thought I was going to be the only one to have it you're, but you're, when I was making you're the not. worst list <laughs> when oh. I was making the worst list it kind of became like maybe these aren't that bad maybe they're just not as good as the ones that I have higher on them um, so my number five is actually Hairspray um, the new one the new one yeah okay. with Travolta. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Hairspray. It's just, I don't know, something about it. Like, my, I know my sister loved it. She played the music all the time, and I watched it a few times. It just doesn't click with me. The cast is incredible, but I just, it just doesn't click. Um, my number four is The Wiz. Um, <laughs> I hate The Wiz. I hate The Wiz so much. I, yeah, I just, again, it's like, I don't, I'm, and I, and I don't want to say that it's like, this is trash. This is terrible. I just, it just doesn't connect for me. I just don't, I'm not a big fan. Um, number three is a movie that, I don't, even though it's on this list, I can tell you that it's not as bad as I always thought it was going to be. Uh, Grease 2. Uh, Leo, break I, my heart. Even I have to admit, though, it's, this is not a terrible musical at all. It's just, it's just it doesn't... Eh. It it's doesn't not do Grease. It it's not Grease, yeah. But the music is still catchy. It is, it is. So even, even though it's on this part of it, it's like, again, it's not terrible. It's just, I like, just not as good as the other ones. Um, my number two is Annie 2014. Okay. My comments, copy paste what Jenny said. Yeah. <laughs> it just did nothing different. And I was yeah. like, all right. Yeah. I was like, this is, there's no reason for this. Uh, but my number one is a movie that not only is, it's, it's funny because when I made my list for the best, I made sure it's like, I don't want to use any animated movies as a musical. Mm hmm. Uh, technically, this movie isn't an animated movie. Uh, it's a live action, supposedly. But when they when oh they took God, away, oh my God, you're so you're a away, genius. When they took away my favorite song and the reason that I wanted to see this live action, it became my most hated musical of all time, The Lion King. Very, oh. very good because you just you just point. shifted my list, Leo. Very, I didn't think <laughs> of that at all. Uh, Ryan, what about you? What's your f five worst musicals? Uh, number five, I got the Singing Detective. What, wait, you're not going to bypass that. What the hell is the Singing Detective? <laughs> um, it's Robert Downey Jr. Actually, and he has some type of skin condition, and he's in a fantasy world where he plays a detective that sings pretty much and everyone around him sings <laughs> i i, I want to watch this right <laughs> yeah, now I, it actually sounds not that bad 
Not as bad. That as sounds horrible, guys. Go, yeah. What else you got, Ray? Uh, Xanadu. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, it just was not good. Did not hold my attention <laughs> whatsoever. Nothing clicked. Um, number three, Annie. Uh, just so bland for me. Like, I just didn't care at all. The 2014 or the original? 2014. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, I was like, you're going to break my heart now. <laughs> no, I mean, you got to love the classic. Yeah. Uh, um, I love the original. And when I saw, finally saw the second one, it, it broke my heart so much. I just, I didn't know what, like, I don't hate these two, but I just don't see the point in it. I felt like it was a cash grab off of the main with just using the C characters at best. You think they're all C characters? For one, is a movie I watched just to watch and for this list, and yeah, Cats. I don't know what the hell that I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> so, if I had seen it, it would probably be on my list. My worst musicals. I went with The Lion King. I actually had Annie as my number five, but then Leo okay. just Lion, you just really put it into perspective. I'm like, yeah, The Lion King is terrible. <laughs> um, number four is Grease 2. I really tried. I, I will say I really tried not to include it. I really did. None of you tried. But I enough. really couldn't find anything worse. <laughs> I really couldn't find anything worse. Um, oh, we can find worse. <laughs> she's so mad at us, Leo. I think she, I don't think she wants to be friends with you and husband and wife to me anymore. <laughs> um, number right. three is a movie I don't think any of you guys have seen, but I did because I thought I was going to be an Oscar player. It's called Nine. It's with Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, that almost made my list. It is not good at all. It's not I, good was so bummed because this is around the time where DDL really wasn't acting a lot. Like didn't was, this also come around out around the time of Chicago? No, I was I think it was after. Really? Like oh. way after. Um it did get Oscar nominations. Just it got four Oscar nominations, but it's not it, it it's a waste of Daniel Day Lewis. So that's why I made my my list. I mean if DDL can't make it good, that's yeah. saying something. <laughs> and then number two and one, I mean Number two is cats. It's it. it <laughs> I I need you to watch this, Leo. Why isn't when it you're number one? bored, what happened? Why isn't it number one? Because from Justin to Kelly is my number oh. one. Oh, you saw that too. Yeah, I I saw it on DVD like in two thousand, like late two thousands, and it is just as bad as Jenny said it is. So I think it's like my, my one of the fun parts of making this list was when I was doing some research, I realized how many musical movies I avoided, so they couldn't be on my list. You you did well because <laughs> from Justin to Kelly is terrible. I will say like I wouldn't rec and the reason that from Justin to Kelly is my number one is because I would actually recommend people to see Cats because I don't want to be the only one that's ever seen that garbage. <laughs> And I just want people's opinion because it's so bad that it would. And Ryan can attest to this since he saw it for the podcast. It's shockingly bad. Yeah. It is. And then Jen loves cats and she hasn't seen it. So it's very shocking. Nah. I, I, I remember on PBS they had like the, the filmed version of the actual one. And I liked it. I liked the music from it too. But like. I don't know, man. This looks too bad. Yeah, and I've and I've I've argued with people that said, "Well, the music is good." I'm like, "Well, the music was in the Broadway show, so it really shouldn't have anything to do with why you know you like the movie or not." Because um, 
the movie itself is trash. But yeah, that's yeah. But definitely still watch it. Uh, so let's get into our list. So let's go honorable mention and then 15 through six. I'll kick it off. Uh, I have an honorable mention that Leo will appreciate because and you can take it as a jokingly added film. But if you really look at it, and we will cover this movie in January. Um, it might as well be a musical. Rocky Four, fellas. Rocky no! Four. <laughs> but okay, okay. <laughs> so I did the math. They sing in Rocky Four. I, I'm no. no. mainly of like musical rock montages. Rock. Rocky Four is thirty-five percent musical montages. The right amount. That- it it's pretty it's pretty crazy, but no. All jokes aside, my number, my real <laughs> honorable mention is uh, the Umbrellas of Cherbourg. It is the inspiration for another film that is on my list, but it's a uh, it's a French musical. It's really really good. The uh, the production design in that movie is is great. And what makes this musical a little different than the other ones on here is that there is actually no spoken dialogue in the entire movie. The entire movie is a musical. Every word is in song. So that that differentiate from everything else on my list except um actually one other one. So my number 15, I have I actually did do two animated films, Leo, so I did my 15 is The Lion King. Oh, uh, good one. <laughs> My it's too low when you're going to play your musicals, but okay. My 14 is Aladdin. My 13 is Mary Poppins. My 12 is Rocket Man. And I didn't really want to do too many new movies on the list, but Rocket Man is just so good and so original for a biopic to go with the musical route. Uh, my number 11 is An American in Paris. My number 10 is Cabaret. My number nine is Sing Street. My number eight is The Wizard of Oz. My number seven is Swing Time. And Swing Time is a film with, and I give, this is all Jenny here, Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers. And it is, do you think it's their best? It's one of their best, yeah. yeah. That and I think Top Hat. Yeah, it's so, so good. And then my number six is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay, so honorable mentions: School of Rock. Didn't uh, you just put it on your worst list? Oh no, you said no, School of Rock. I'm no, sorry. School of Rock, School of Rock, guys. Um, I think it was really good. We actually did see it on Broadway. Yeah, it was and so the good. Adaptation from the movie to the Broadway was really, really well done. Um, and I mean, man, Jack Black can sing. I just thought all the chemistry with the kids. It was great. Um. Hairspray 2007 is also on my honorable mention list because I do like it. John Travolta as the, you know, as the mom is a little cheesy. Um, But the music overall and the whole story of Hairspray, it's just really, really great. And I really like it. Um, And then Burlesque is with Cher and Christina Aguilera. Oh, wow. And it's Cher. So, like, it has to be on my list. Um, It's actually much better than you would think it would be. And it's kind of one of those movies that's just like if it's on TV, like definitely watch. Like I'll definitely watch it. Like it's kind of just like a feel good movie. Um, okay, so my number fifteen, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. My number fourteen, Grease Two. <laughs> wow! Wow! 
Yeah, of course. And, I thought it was going to be higher for you, but okay. It would be, but I have others that I love. It's not that I don't I love Grease 2. I will not die for Grease 2, but I will die with love forever <laughs> for Grease 2. But um, I'm a realist here. So my number <laughs> my number 13 is The Greatest Showman. Um, cause it's really, it was really, really good. And I think it, nothing has been done as of late in that aspect of being so, and Hugh Jackman is great. I know, I know, La La Land, Dave. I, didn't say one word. I know, you just looked at me. <laughs> um, but I just think the whole message of the movie is like so great. And I love the fact that like it's a movie for anyone, not just kids, but especially kids, like kids hearing the music and hearing and the dream. Like, just it's so good. My number 12 is Mama Mia. I never got to see this on Broadway. Well, the sequel's good, but it's not the first one. Um, so I'm I'm bummed that I never got to see this on Broadway. But I love the movie. I think it's great. Um, my number 11 is Across the Universe. This is very oh, much a nice. hit or miss for some people. Some people may have this on the worst list. I actually don't think it's bad because the music, all the Beatles music is like, it's iconic. It's good. I think they did a really good job. I think, and we're going back to choreography. Julie Tamor is a prolific choreographer, dancer. Like she directed it. I think she did a great job with putting in her vision for what they were doing with the sixties and getting everyone and the story, you know, the characters from the music were in the story. Like it was just really well done. I think Uh, my number 10 is Chicago, Chicago, which I actually love the movie a little bit more than I, the Broadway show, only because the movie had all this pizzazz. And the Broadway show is like no color, no pizzazz, no nothing. And it was just sort of like, I saw it after the movie. And so it was more of a shock. So I really loved the movie. And I think they did a terrific job. Um, my number nine is Sing Street, my num- which is a great movie. Feel Good, Coming of Age. Um, my, number not- my number eight is Grease. Um, I grew up with it, love it, iconic music. My number seven is Annie, the original, because it's so good, has such a great cast. Um, Albert Finney, uh, Bernadette Peters, Tim Curry, um, Carol Burnett as Miss Hannigan. Like, it's so great. And my number six is Swing Time with Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers. It's funny because I I thought I was going to be the only one to have one of the ones that you mentioned in there. And I was super excited because I'm like, oh, shoot, that's awesome. She likes it, too. Awesome. Take it away, Leo. What do you got for us? Uh, so my number, well, my honorable mentions are um, Sweeney Todd and oh, yeah. Jesus Christ Superstar. Uh, just because I remember, I, I remember watching Sweeney, Jesus Christ Superstar when I was like in sixth grade. And uh, Cully Culkin. Or am I thinking of another one, like a religious kind of movie with him? I think you're thinking of a different movie. <laughs> uh, but my number fifteen is Chicago. Chicago. My number fifteen is Little Shop of Horrors. My number 14, Rock of Ages. And pretty much exactly what, what Jenny said. Like, this is one of the ones that most people have on their worst list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the library of music that's hit on this. So and good. don't get me wrong. I would love to watch this live. Um, but yeah, the music in this is just do so you, freaking. Jenny, do you own it? A Rock of Ages? I yeah, think so. I, I may think have I to have watch it. it. Like, I'm telling you, like, the Broadway show was great. Um, I actually forgot who I saw it, who was in the lead for the singer, uh, for the rock star. But um, I think it actually was that Constantine guy from American Idol. 
The oh, one with like shoot. the black hair. I think that's when he was there for the run. He and has he, the look. Yeah. He has a look and he was good in it. Um so I mean I know why they got Tom Cruise, big name. Oh but, absolutely. It had Alec Baldwin in it too. Yeah, like, like everybody it had a really great cast. Mary J. Blige was in it, um, Juliana Huff, uh Diego uh Rivera. So no, Diego Bonetta, that's who it was. Bonetta, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um so it was really, really good. So definitely when it com- it's going to come back on Broadway, I'm sure. Yep. Yeah. And like you can, it's, again, it's like if it's on, like the music alone is enough to get me to watch it. So I'm like, yeah. it's going to be on my list. Uh, my number 13, and don't shoot me because it's this slow, is uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's fine. It's cool. Yeah. At least it's on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number 12 is Mary Poppins. Yes. Love it. My number 11 is The Greatest Showman. Yay. Nice. I think I may be the only one that doesn't have it. Greatest Showman. It, it, it is really solid. It's, it's grown good. on me. It's grown on me a lot since it first came out. Oh, so keep going, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so then my number uh, ten is Across the Universe. Nice. Uh, and again, I was really, I was really thinking I was going to be the only one to have it, but similar to uh, to Rock of Ages, the music is so yeah. good and like. Like yeah, the choreography of how it's played into the narrative. Like I even have it on my notes. My favorite song of it is "I Want You." She's so heavy. Yeah. And like the way that's told in the movie with like the the manufacturing factory of how they're making soldiers. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy awesome visually. Um, my number nine is "The Sound of Music." My number eight is "Rent." Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, and it's funny with "Rent." I actually um, I knew all the songs of it pretty much from when I was younger, but I had never seen the actual movie for it until doing research for this episode. I'm like, and oh, it was wow. kind of like, it was super, it was kind of like how, how Jenny mentioned earlier, how she finally watched, um, I think, uh, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that, it was like, I, I knew so much of it already. And I'm like, oh, now I know the story because now it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, my uh, number seven is The Wizard of Oz. Nice. And my number six is Jersey Boys. Nice. I, I haven't seen that since it first came out, but I love. I mean, I love, love the, the show. show. Love the Broadway show. I like the movie. I thought it was a good, like they did a good job with like adapting it um, to the screen, and the music is just as. I mean, yeah, the music, yeah, it's great. All right, Ryan, what do you got? All right, uh, number fifteen. <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. Number fifteen, Mamma Mia. Uh, I really enjoyed the flick. I have to thank Casey for that one. Um, Number 14, A Star is Born. Number 13, Beauty and the Beast, The Animated. Number 12, Sound of Music. Number 11, Lion King, Animated, of course. God, I'm not that (laughs) lucky. I don't know with you, Ryan. Sometimes you shock me. I almost fucked out of the the theater for Lion King live action. Um, Number 10, West Side Story. So low, Ryan. What did you say, Jenny? So low. It's, yeah. it's so low. <laughs> it's okay. Um, number nine, La La Land. What's it? Ryan. Wow. Talk about low. Ryan. Ryan. Oh, Ryan. No, that's okay. Go ahead. I'm going to hate the rest of my list. Trust me. <laughs> number eight, Mary Poppins. I don't hate Mary Poppins. Well, you're going number seven. Here we go. This is going. Remember, I kind of teased off the line. The yeah. One the envelope. Here it is. South Park, bigger, longer. Oh I my cut. God! <laughs> is that a musical? It is. Oh wow! Technically, yeah. Technically, technically, yeah. There are musical numbers in it. 
Okay. There's a good amount in there. Oh my God! What's your favorite song? Um, Kyle's mom. I go. Yeah, that that that, that yeah, that's <laughs> definitely my favorite song too. Do you know what that yeah. song is, Jenny? No. Ryan, do you know the song? Well, Kyle's mom's a fat bitch, biggest bitch in the whole wide world. It's hilarious. Like, yeah. Fun fact: I actually have that as my mom's ringtone for. <laughs> <laughs> Um and number six, Aladdin, the uh, original animated. All right, Jenny. I'm going back. Yeah. Okay, my number five. Five through two. Yeah, the Rocky Horror Picture Show is my number five. Cool. My number four, On the Town. Oh yeah, I forgot about On the Town. Mm-hmm. That's Gene so Kelly. great. Uh, and then Gene comes up again. My number three, Singing in the Rain. And my number two is Rent. Wait a minute. 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 Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. What? I think you missed a movie and you're 15. No. What do you mean? I think you missed one. You forgot to add one. What? I think you... And Leo already knows what it is. I don't understand. No, actually, I had no idea. Yeah, what are you talking about? You don't have La La Land on your list. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) You accidentally forgot to put it in your first place. All th- right, it was my honorable mention. Ryan, do Just you know kidding. the Ryan? Do you know a good divorce lawyer? You're never <laughs> gonna leave me, babe. All right. Oh my- so going back, my number three, Singing in the Rain. My number two is Rent. Rent, I actually saw. I can't believe you had that over Singing in the Rain. Broadway, and I saw that first, and then when I saw the movie, I loved that they had done the original cast from the mm-hmm. beginning, um, which I had never gotten. I wasn't, you know, around for that original cast but um i really loved it i love musicals that are very down to earth and very realistic um another one that i actually would love to see as a film musical would be american idiot um i saw that on broadway green uh green day and it was so good and it it was very rent-esque and so i would love to see that on the big screen too all righty i guess i'll take it from here uh, my number five is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Uh, I think Willy Wonka's. I think it outside of Grandpa Joe and being a degenerate human being, uh, <laughs> Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is perfect. And anyone that doesn't think Grandpa Joe is a degenerate of a human being must be a terrible person themselves. Um, number four is Hamilton because I think it's a movie. Because Hamilton. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because it is. I think it is a movie, um, and I it's the best Broadway show I've ever been to. I know Jenny probably differs from me, but I think it's the best Broadway show I've ever been to. Uh, number three is West Side Story. The reason it's lower than the other two is because it took me three times for me to like it. No, like two times. Was it two? It was two. You watched it like half-heartedly once. Like yes, and then we went to the movies, and, and then saw you, it. we saw it the second time on the big screen, and that's where you liked it. I can't wait for the remake. It's probably going to be better than this <laughs> Fuck one. That shit. <laughs> wow, easy, buddy. <laughs> My number two is uh, <clears throat> La La Land. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys know how I feel about La La Land, so nothing else I didn't to even say know you there. Saw it. I, I didn't even know you watched it. I was completely <laughs> surprised. I, I, wow. Uh, well, go ahead, Leo. What's your five <laughs> through two? Yeah, so I kind of misspoke. My number six was actually Wizard of Oz. Gotcha. My number five is Jersey Boys. Okay. Uh, my number four is West Side Story. Um, and for uh, for like for like people that know me um, and grew up with me, like um, when I was in 
fifth grade, I actually performed uh, the I Want to Live in America. So like West Side Story was like ingrained into my childhood. I uh, loved it so much. Um, I optimistic about the remake, but um, I, yeah, it's just, just because of the people that are attached to it. But I just hope they don't ruin it. My number three technically is going to be it's a musical that was filmed for as a movie. So Hamilton. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's, 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 and I remember distinctly what happened was when it, before it came out, the studio made a big deal about how they filmed it. Mm-hmm. Like they made this explicitly said, "Hey, you have to count it as a movie because this is what we did to make sure that it counts as a movie." So I'm like, "All right, yeah." And honestly, just like just hearing hip hop music used to tell a narrative in that way was just revolutionary. It took the world by storm. Oh yeah, I was it never got the chance to see it on Broadway. Um, so when it, when it was premiered on Disney Plus, it, it it was it was everything I thought it could be. So I can only imagine live. Um, my number two is La La Land. Yeah, well it's done. When I was making this list up, I from my heart it would always be the number one. It's always going to stay number one. But I thought it was going to be um, La La Land two, West Side Story three, Hamilton four. Uh, but then after just kind of like going back and back and forth on it, I'm like, Hamilton's music, I think, is just there's no weak points. No, there is. And isn't. I, even I no. have to say there are some weak points on West Side Story that I'm not that crazy about. Um, but yeah, La La Land, though, is in my eyes perfect. Yeah. it. Thank you. For you not, just made him cry. You did. You almost teared me up for the fact that I married someone that put Grease 2 over La La Land. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ryan, take it away. Number five, I have Hamilton. Um, number four, Wizard of Oz. Nice. Number three, A Muppet's Christmas Carol. Oh, great take. I See, I can't that shit counts. on that, Ryan. That's great. I like that a lot. Thank you. Yeah, and although they've been, like, the later versions have been cutting out songs, like, they cut out that one very depressing song between Scrooge and the girlfriend or whatever. Did they really? Looked, Did they really? Yeah, oh. Ones that get rid of that song. So I'm going to have to watch the Blu-ray then this year because I didn't know they cut that out. Yeah. Um, number two, and number two, The Greatest Showman. Nice. I just feel every song in there, like from uh, Other Side to Tightrope to This Is The Greatest Show. It gets me hype. Oh, just love oh, it. Look at Ryan. Ryan naming song. songs. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> Chills. He's he's going to be ring. What, what is it? What's his name? What? Uh, P.T. Barnum? Yeah. Yeah, Ryan's going to dress up as P.T. Barnum for Halloween next e- next year. Um, And Jen, why is West Side Story your number one? <laughs> because it's wonderful. Um, No, I love this. This is A lot of whitewash in that movie. This is, okay, yes, but it is for the time. Okay, so it's not like, uh, just, it's not like, you know, we know there's issues with it. Um, But no, the music is fantastic. The story is great it's heartbreaking Mm -hmm. i think you feel the performances um from richard baymer from natalie wood can i ask you a question um what what else is richard baymer in twin peaks cool anyway (laughs) um so you feel their performances rita moreno is fantastic and well deserved to get the oscar um that she did and and all her egot and um the choreography is not like anything you really see often enough i think i think there's you know a craft and a talent that comes from choreographing these 
big epic pictures and West Side Story is from an age where that's really done. And so like I'll give credit to La La Land where you have where he Damien Chazelle like crafted this like old worldly feel of having all of these performances and having all the dancers like put their stuff together because that's all a tribute to what was in the past and the achievements that they made. Um, but yeah, West Side Story is one of my favorite movies ever. One of my favorite, um, my favorite musical. And I think, you know, I, I, I did see it on Broadway um, and it was good, but I don't know. I love the movie. Question. Do you, you know? think. And I'm not excited about the remake. Do you I think. I think you don't need to touch it. Do you think that um, Natalie Wood should have won the Oscar? No. I don't think yeah, so. I was just curious. Cause I, I, she was good, but I don't think there was anything really like, I don't know. It broke my heart. Like Rita Moreno broke my heart more. Yeah. In it, like her performance. Cool. Um, Yeah, I don't know. So no, I don't think so. For me, yeah. So my number one is Singing in the Rain. I don't think anything will ever top Singing in the Rain. Uh I think the fact that it is a movie, essentially it's a movie about Hollywood and about the transition of the talk of the silent film to the talkies. And I just love that backdrop of Singing in the Rain. Plus it has one of my favorite musical numbers in a musical of all time. And that is the, I always, what is his name? I always, Donald O'Connor. Donald O'Connor's. Um, make him laugh. Make him laugh. Because that scene nearly killed him. He had to be hospitalized after. Because of like everything that he does, the in constant that, practice the, that they went yep. to do it, and just Gene Kelly is a perfectionist, and yeah. you, this is his. That's another thing. Even though American in Paris won Best Picture, I think this is his masterpiece. Yeah, this one's everything better. he's done. Everything he did in here was from the final number that he has to the uh, Good Morning with. And on with the time was on my list, and it's great, and there's choreography in there, but it's not to the scale of Singing in the Rain. Yep. I think it inspired so many musicals, mm-hmm. and I th- and this is one of the ones that you know falls in line similar to La La Land at, at number two. Like it's one of those that just was dissed by the Academy and didn't win Best Picture when it should have. So. <laughs> what, what everything else for La La Land? Yeah, even though La La Land won everything else, but still, uh, yeah. So yeah, Singing in the Rain. If you guys haven't seen it, you know, if listeners are younger and really want something to start with from. The 50s, I think Singing in the Rain is the way to go. And then West Side Story. Uh, so, yeah, that's my number one. Leo, what's your number one? Yeah, um, my number one we should come as no surprise to anyone on Teeny this Mutant Ninja Turtles whatsoever. The concert <laughs> film? I found a way to pick Marvel, my number one. Uh, no, and I'm fairly certain. I think if I'm, if, I'm, if I'm counting correctly, Ryan and I have the same number one. Um, it's Grease. Oh, one. Grease. Oh, yeah. Forgot about Grease. Yeah, Greece has been like, and it's funny because I feel like Jenny's mom and my mom possibly were like like best friends in some in some way because <laughs> like I grew up with this movie on countless amount of times to the point like where like it, it it's music. one of my favorites. I know all the songs. Um, there's just something about the music. It's just very catchy. The acting's good. Um, it's Travolta at, at his peak, right? Like yeah. he was supposed to become something amazing after this. Same thing with Olivia Newton-John. Which I feel like that was a missed opportunity there, um, but yeah, Greece is just—it's—it's uh, it's still it still hits home. There's still—I um, think before the world ended, um, I went to like this live um, rooftop showing where everyone got their headphones on and you can like sing along to it. 
and it was packed. They had like named cocktails for like certain things of the movie. It still has a huge following for it. Uh, but yeah, great. Grease is my absolute number one. Can I ask you some questions about the logic of the film? <laughs> you mean no? Logic, there is mean, like, no real logic. logic. Uh, and the same question goes to Ryan. Okay. Is sure. that Ryan's number one? Yeah, it's definitely Ryan's number one. How do you know, it's, Ryan? That you're it's got move, it's got feeling. <laughs> <laughs> so my my question to you both is, I have a few well, actually. Then. So I rewatch Grease to see if it cracked because I promise you guys I would rewatch it since I'm not really big on it. But I I feel like I left this time having more questions than I did the last the last Let's couple of times. All right, are they dead? No. Oh, you think that's the ending? Do they ascend to heaven at the end of this movie? No, I don't think they died. Well, there's the rumor that there's the one fan theory, I should say, that Sandy died on the beach in the beginning and everything's just a pipe dream, a coma dream, and that she did die and she's going off into heaven. Yeah, I don't like that. That's a fan theory. Yeah, I'm not. I think it's just the camera shot going up over the hill. Next question. Do they graduate high school because no one ever goes to class? Yes, they do, except for Frenchie. Because yes, she, she goes back in Greece too yeah, she's like to 40, finish her degree. Yeah, she's like 40, she's a beauty school dropout. Yeah, she's like 40 years old in high school. Yes, I forgot about no, that in Greece too. No, it's actually only like three years later. Okay. Or something. So she's like 20-something in high school. No, oh, man. They graduated high school like in, at 18. What? How old were you when you yeah, graduated and, high and, school? And Greece technically, t- does get a diploma at the end of the movie. Okay. So... Cool. All right. Next question. Is this a good movie for female empowerment? There are no good movies for female empowerment <laughs> before like, you know, before, like 2000. You know, what's a, you know what's a good movie? For female empowerment? La La Land. Two. La La cool Land. Writer, Michelle Pfeiffer. No, well, hold on. No. Um, Rizzo, she's very uh, on yeah, her own for most of it. She and is. Although Sandy does change, so does Danny. So they both cancel each other out, in my opinion. That's true, because Danny does do stuff to like come and meet her, where she where she's at. He becomes more of a jock and like cool. tries to like make an effort, which is always important in a relationship. And yes, yeah, she does change, but it's also like the fifties, so mm. awesome. She's just discovering herself as well. So I, yeah. I'll end it with this on Greece. Um, while the movie still has, you know, we can joke around with my questions or whatever. The music is our bangers. Like there's so many good songs in that movie. So. Yeah, my All mom right. had that on her cleaning playlist. Awesome. So up. this was a fun episode, guys. We saw, like, the dark side of Jenny. Like, <laughs> we saw um, dark uh, dark Dale Cooper over here with uh, Jenny cursing up a storm. I had a lot of feelings this episode. Yeah, there was there was an aggressive beginning to this. But then when we started talking <laughs> about music, she kind of, like, calmed down a little. I mellowed out. Right. I mean, Leo, if you ever watch Twin Peaks and you get to th- season three and you meet Mr. C, that's what we call him. That is Jenny today. <laughs> so next week, Jenny leaves. Jenny will no longer be on the podcast for the next few weeks. And the boys are taking over as we look at our top 10 and best and top five worst comic book movie moments. How many Marvel moments are going to be on Leo's list? Like all of You'll have to tune like in to so find out. Like and five. I'll find a way to add like 30. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys. See you next week.